Family from the Heart podcast episode number 378. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back. Happy New Year. Stephanie, this is our first episode for 2017. It is, because the kids were so home last week. Yep, and uh, yeah, so it's been a little crazy, but uh, good stuff happening. Yes. Lots of good stuff. I've been very productive in our business. You've been very productive at home with the house. I have. And things are just really clicking along. I mean, what a great start to a brand new year. It's been very good. I I love the freshness of a new year. I know you do. It, there's just something. Some people say, well, it's just another day on the calendar. No, I think that I think there is for me, for me, there is something about the wrap up in the end to a, a full on calendar year. And the I, I, for me, it, and I, it could just all be in my head. But I don't care. But I obviously have some sense of a new beginning for different projects or a, a, a new approach to different things. It, it's it's fresh, and it, every January is just full of hope and promise. And yeah, I like it. I know you do. I know you do. It's and I feel that in August which we just recently spoke about in August. But, um, you know, the kids are going back to school. We're starting a new school. Like, my calendar year kind of runs differently than yours. Right. Because January is just middle of school year for you. Yeah. I mean, we we did get a fresh start, you know. Um, We talked about that in the last episode, how, you know, the change of the semester means changes of classes for for Megan and Matthew. And... um, and so, in a way, you know, ending the the first semester, you know, is there there is an ending there. You know, they're they're taking finals, they're they're ending classes, and and going back in January is a little bit like starting a new school year for them because they'll go back to to new things. But um, but I feel what you're feeling right now more so in August. But I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not feeling it now, like. Maybe. Right, you uh, yeah. get it twice a year. You get a new beginning twice a year. I do. Awesome, I love That's, it. Uh, no, I get to reevaluate, and so we can look at one or the other and be like, I could, I could say January is my four month evaluation, gotcha. and I'm like, mm, you know what, I'm kind of sucking. Maybe <laughs> it's a five five month evaluation. You know. All right. Well, speaking of the kids, you know, starting new classes at school, and that we had talked about. In a previous episode, our most recent episode before this one, about Megan struggling with chemistry and yes. whether or not, you know, how that final was going to go. And uh, we have exciting news. <laughs> Megan passed her chemistry exam and not only that, but ended the class with like what a, C. Was, a C plus, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which was incredible. <laughs> it, it was, Here's the deal. It was incredible because if you would have looked at her grades prior, you're like, there's no way. There, there's no way like I was I I don't want to I don't want to mean to sound like I didn't believe that she could do it okay because I, I I had total faith that she could number one put in the extra effort that it was going to take 
to accomplish it. That if she, um, you know, went above and beyond to find out where she, what she hadn't learned in the, in the first term, um, because there are two terms in the semester. So, you know, what she didn't know, what she needed to brush up on going into the, I'm not going to say that I didn't believe that she could get a good grade on the final. I just didn't know if a good grade on the final would be enough to finish the class with a passing grade. Right. Because in the early days of this course, Megan was working a lot at work. Mm-hmm. Her So her schedule was quite um, demanding. She uh, had a difficult time with this teacher for this class the entire time. And that's a whole nother story that we're not going to go into. But it, it was a it was a bad situation. You and I have been very much involved in that process, mm-hmm. and and we feel that yeah, there there's there's a lot lacking in the the style of that teacher. It wasn't all on Megan, right? But we didn't want that to leave Megan placing all of the blame on the on the teacher, right? And and Megan basically did pretty much give up at the very she, beginning. She did. But she did realize, like, listen, I, I don't want to have to take summer school. I, I can't take chemistry again because there's all this other stuff I have to take throughout the rest of my schooling. So um, she says, is there anything I can do? And we had talked about, you know, well, let's talk about tutoring. Let's go and get this. You know, you need to send an email today and find out who can help you when, whatever. We'll, right. We'll make it possible. And and this is this is the plan. And so she actually pursued that plan aggressively and made it happen and and so after she had passed i think she one the the person she went to for tutoring was the head of the department the head of the science department yeah and uh she i guess did she text her or email her and say Um, well what had happened she went into the her guidance counselor Mm -hmm. Uh, megan had a meeting with her guidance counselor to find out her gpa and um and then, you know, here's what my grades are looking right now, like right now. If I end chemistry with this grade, what's my GPA going to look like? If I get, you know, a D in chemistry, what's my GPA going to... So that's where she started. And then um, talked with, with the guidance counselor about, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling in chemistry. And this is some of the things that are going on. I've asked for help. It's not being answered. I don't know what else to do. My parents are telling me, you know... And so then he reached out to the head of the department of the science department. And then she said, I'll tutor her. And so, and so that's how that's how, but yeah, she did. Um, she did seek that out. She, she start. she said, okay, I don't know where to start. So I'm going to start with someone that I know will listen to me and someone that, that I trust to hear me because there's a big difference between the two. And, um, and she did. So she ended up being tutored by the head of the science department. And um, they met the first day that they met. See, school gets out at like 2.30 in the afternoon. And the first day that they met, I think they met until 6 o'clock in the evening. Like the, the, she stayed after school that long with Megan and went over things. And Megan left that class and she's like, okay, that I understand. <laughs> like that I, that I get, that's not difficult. I, I understand that. So um, it really was just taking, taking it and putting it in, in words and formulas that, that Megan could comprehend and understand. And um, 
and I think she probably retained more of that from her tutoring than she probably than she thought she did and um and so she went in and uh passed that final she so it, she got a C on the final she's but how did she contact this person afterwards she emailed her okay so she emailed the person who had been tutoring her. Yes, the teacher who tutored her. And said, hey, I just want to let you know I passed. And I right. passed with a C plus. <laughs> and, and so I wanted you to share this email that she received. Okay, so she, she just received. says she, she shares her final grade and, um, and, that, um, and her exam grade. She says, I just wanted to thank you for all of your help this term. It really did mean a lot to me and my mom um, for you to help out, especially considering I'm not even one of your students. Taking time out of your own nights to help me out until 5.30 those few weeks really helped. Anyways, I just wanted to thank you for all of the help you've given me. Um, I don't know what I would have done without it. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. And the teacher responded. Um, That is great news. Well, first I just want to say that is an amazing email. I, I am super proud of our daughter. For, for that email and the way that she communicated her th- her thankfulness and and just an incredibly proud moment. Yep. She um, she's she's a pretty incredible she is person that she's becoming, you know, she's becoming a pretty incredible young lady and um I I can lose sight of that sometimes in the day to day cuz I'm the one who gets the brunt of her attitude and when things aren't going right and her ranting and Sometimes she's like, are you tired of me? All I ever do is complain. And when I'm thinking, yeah, oh my God, stop. I don't want, that's not the attitude I'm giving her. She needs to have a place to come and to rant those things. And these four walls are their safe place to do that. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, incredibly proud. The teacher responded. "Um, That is great news. Buckling down and working through challenges builds character. It isn't the score. It's how hard you had to work to illustrate your growth. That illustrates your growth. You looked failure in the face and came out the winner. Besides the chemistry content, I hope you take away the confidence in yourself and the ownership of your own learning. I am proud of you. And um, I love that she responded that way because I tried to convey that same message to Megan. It was more than chemistry that she learned. Um that that last the last half of of the semester um she learned to push through when you want to give up she she learned to seek out help which is something that i struggle with and that i know that i've passed on a little bit of of to both of my daughters um and there, there are so and but i love that i love that you looked failure in the face and you came out the winner like those are those are impressive words for a 17-year-old to hear. Yes, they are. So anyway, we're incredibly proud of her and excited about that. And but all of our kids are well off to the races yeah, in this new year. And, and they're doing some great stuff. And, and yeah, it, it's good. It's Megan a good and, start to the, it's a great it's, start it's to this been new a, year. It's, it has. Um, Megan and Matthew have Algebra 2 together um, in the mornings. It's their first class of the day. They, um, oh, by the way, we've known about this for a long time and they yes. knew the teacher that they were going to have. And they also knew one other thing about the teacher. And that is that every single class that he does at the beginning of the, of the semester, he always has them seat themselves 
alphabetically. So on their by, own, like on they their have, own yeah. by last name. Hold on, but it's like so. It's Ravenscraft is their both of their last names, right? And their first names, just in case there happens to be another Ravenscraft and somebody. But their first name, it's Megan and Matthew. Who's gonna be in between <laughs> Megan and Matthew Ravenscraft? These two are sitting next to each other. They're in the sitting class. next to each other. I'm like, he will literally have to separate you. Like this is how it's. How long will he have you sit in alphabetical order? Well, um, so. Megan and um, one of her friends, another junior who's in the class, they kind of took charge of this whole alphabetizing everyone. And um, the rumor in the school is that everyone fails this teacher's first assignment, that every class he's ever had fails this first assignment. And the first assignment is placing yourselves in alphabetical order. And um, so they got a 100. <laughs> they, they did it correctly from Megan and, and her friend took charge and, and got it done. And... Um, the funny thing is the that funny Ma- thing is, they're is not sit- sitting next to no, each other. No, Matthew sits at the end of one row, and then Megan sits at the beginning of the next row. So they don't sit. They don't sit near each other at all, which is actually kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. and, uh, but no, this morning, like they had, um, they had a take-home quiz um, for homework last night, and. Uh, and so Megan did hers and Matthew did his and then they looked and they're like, um, one of us is wrong. <laughs> and uh, and so that but they sat down this morning while they were having breakfast and they they talked over, well, why did you get that and how did you get that and um the I don't remember what the equation was, but they're like, is it and or or and Megan says he should all he said you should always assume that it's and and Matthew's like, "Oh, well, if you're assuming that it's and, then you're right." And and my answer is wrong. And so, but it was just so far so good. So far so good, and it's awesome so far. Yeah, I think they've had like four classes. <laughs> like they've been to school for it because our first day back was a snow day. Yeah. So they didn't go. So they went Friday, Monday, Tuesday, and went to. So today was their fourth class. So four four days, and and it's gone well. Yep. Anyway, so that, that's what's been going on here. Uh, we have been uh, taking in some entertainment. Yes. A lot of things have happened since Christmas. It, it's been since Christmas that we've recorded. Um, one thing that I've... Before yeah. we talk about the entertainment, can oh, we still yes. talk about the new year? So Sure. Um, so the other night I was um, putting my laundry away and Megan was sitting and talking to me while I did that. And she's holding a notebook and a piece of paper and she goes, I'm just going to write down some things that I want to get better at. And I said, so you're going to make goals for the new year? She goes, well, no, they're not goals because goals are things that you want to accomplish. And these are just things I want to get better at. <laughs> okay, you're 17. And, um, and but but I was I was excited to see her of her own. Like no one prompted her to do it. It was just something that she wanted. And she sat down and she made um she made goals yep. for for 2017 and and so i asked her you know she's writing them all down and i said so you realize that like if if these are 2017 things you want to get better at <laughs> that'll t- carry you into like the first semester of your senior year like the you have to still be doing these things at the end of the year when you're a senior she goes yep yeah, i know i'm like okay awesome so yeah she made goals sweet all right, so um, one TV show that I had been seeing promoted for like forever was this show on the Freeform channel. Yeah, formerly ABC Family. Okay, and it is called Beyond, 
and it did not let me down. I, it, they made it available so that, you know, I, I can't remember when it came out. It was like a week or two ago. Yeah, it came out right on like the third or the fourth or something. Yep. Yeah. And Second, so maybe. I watched the first two episodes that were available on Freeform that night. They aired the first two episodes together and they said, hey, you can binge watch the rest of these on our app or on Hulu. That's really smart. Yep. And I did because it was that good. It was that interesting of a story. Looking back, it's not like groundbreaking television. It wasn't super awesome, but it was intriguing enough to want to binge watch, and I enjoyed myself watching it. Good. So, so it was it was it was a very good show, and I watched the finale while I was on the elliptical, which was a really good show to watch while on the elliptical. The the finale uh, in particular. And another thing that's back is Sherlock with... Um, Which you're really enjoying. Yeah, this is not elementary uh, on regular network. This is BBC America. Right. Or no, it's actually PBS Masterpiece. Yes. And it's Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. It is. And they are the best Sherlock story that I've ever seen ever. And yeah, and this epi- this season. Did so I far, ever finish the first season? I think I finished the first season. You did, yeah. But then you started like the then you started without me, mm-hmm. and I got behind, and so yeah, it'll be one I binge watch at some point. Yeah, this is like I, I they don't do very. It's usually like four or five episodes. Yeah, in but a they're season. long. They're ninety minute episodes, yeah. I think. But uh, yeah, so I've watched the first two episodes in this season, and wow, incredibly good. Um, it is excellent television, so I'm glad about that. Uh, one thing we on Christmas we saw two movies. We did, and there are two movies that we've each seen. One of us, anyway. <laughs> so before Christmas, you had seen Collateral Beauty. We've talked about that in the most recent episode of this podcast. But this time, I and the rest of the family, or actually Matthew and I, and Megan, and Megan, yeah, McKenna we and I the were the only time. ones who saw it with your mom. And I would agree with you. It was a really good movie, much better than was was advertised. And I'm incredibly glad that I saw that movie and and that I saw it with you guys. It was fun. It was it, a good movie. I thought it was a good. It made for good um, family conversation. It did. It did. And then uh, the other movie was a movie that Matthew and I had already seen twice together, <laughs> and the rest of the family saw, except for McKenna. Because she slept through right, the whole thing. Right, because she really enjoys those naps, even on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so, but we all saw Rogue One, which was an incredible um, addition to the Star Wars franchise. Exactly. It was, it was very, very good. So that's something we did uh, over Christmas. And then, uh, let's see here. A- another movie that is out, it's been out for a while, and we need to go see it ASAP because it won't be in theaters for very much longer. And it's called uh, Hidden Figures. It just came out on the 19th. It, I know. but No, it, it comes out on January 19th. No, it's out now. And it's been out for a couple, like a week or two. Hidden Figures, it's out right now. Everything I have seen said that it came out on the 19th. All right. I am looking right here. Theaters. I'm, I'm just telling you. All right. Every sign I've seen said that it came out. I thought maybe I'm thinking of a different movie that comes out on the 19th. I'm looking at right now. We could go today okay. and see Hidden Figures at 1.30, 4.20, 7 p.m. and 9.35. Maybe they moved it up because I'm telling you that when I saw it, was not supposed to come out yet. So that'll be cool. 
Okay, but anyway, that's a movie I definitely want to see. This yeah. is this is actually got um, Sheldon Cooper, uh, Jim Parsons. Is that his mm-hmm. name? It's got him and a, a couple other very big actors. Kevin Costner. It's got um, yeah Octavia Spencer and yeah, it, it's gonna be yeah. And the Shack is coming out soon. I think it's gonna be March. Okay. The, the movie based on the on the book, and I'm listening to a weekly podcast every single week from Wing Jacobson and Brad. Cummings, who are actually two people who contributed to that original book with William Paul Young, mm-hmm. and the and Brad is specifically working with the 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 Hollywood producers that are making the movie, and I'm hearing nothing but excellent things about how true to the story and the message that this movie is that they did not, um, they did not compromise on the story for the sake of Hollywood. Good. So I'm that, looking forward to that. Yeah. Out. And that that is called The Shack. And by the way, if you have not read the book, The Shack yet, uh, it's not going to be exactly identical to the book. It, it You know, they've, they have said that. But uh, I, I highly recommend you go out and read the book, The Shack. It is an incredible book that will it will rock your world, to say the least. To say the least. All right. Uh, let's see here. Another movie that Stephanie and I saw. This was a date night movie for the two of us. And we went and saw Passengers. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I, I mean, it. thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was nothing like I had anticipated. And I wanted to see it before. I Like, I want to see it again. It was so good. It was so good, and I, that's exactly how I feel. I could go to the movies. I'd pay to see this movie a second time. Yeah. It was that good. It really I, was. I Matter of fact, I remember seeing Interstellar, which is another space movie, you know, science fiction, stuff like that. And Interstellar was a good movie, all right? Um, it had a very slow beginning, and in my opinion, it was way too long. And I, you could not have made... You I could, didn't see Interstellar. Oh, you didn't see Interstellar? No. Oh, it's it's a movie I would watch at home again sometime, but it, it's not one that I ever wanted to go back and see at the movie theater. Again. Is that the one with um Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that one. All right, well then I that I saw that really boring one with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Oh my goodness, that was that was. Do you know that there's like a thousand other movies that I'd rather watch than that one? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this was an incredible, and I would I would definitely pay to go see that again. Passengers was incredible. Yeah. We should right. we should all go. That maybe would be good. maybe we could pick a. What are we doing on Sunday? I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Let's go. We could go see that and and see hidden figures. Yep. Just make a day of it. That would be awesome. All right. So uh, and for Christmas, uh, you got a new device. We did. Um. First off, so last time we recorded, I was super excited about Christmas. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. And um. And uh, I, I've told them not to have, I, I've told my family not to have their expectations high because I'm not sure I can pull off um, a Christmas as perfect as this one ever again. Like it was just, I was totally in tune with ev- what everybody was into or what, anyway, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my Christmas. Um, and I think that I got such an awesome Christmas gift heavily because of the guilt that you felt because i didn't have anything to open on christmas <laughs> right um which was your own making nobody guilted you into anything um 
But well, uh, what I wanted to get you, I I did. I wanted to wait until I could take you to the store to pick out the version of mm-hmm. what you wanted. So. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, um, so I got a new band for my Apple Watch, which is awesome because when you work out and that nasty... Um, Flora Lastimer band? Yeah, rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets all sweaty and nasty and it was smelly. It was gross. And I, I have this really nice um, um, nylon... Which is that? Not, that's what I would call it. It's nylon woven. Anyway, I like yeah, it woven a lot. Nylon or something. So like that. I got I got my a new watch band, and um, I also got a new iPad. And not just an iPad. Stephanie got the iPad Pro. <laughs> yeah. With the Apple Pencil. I'm not sure how I pulled that one off either. It but it, was... it she got the she got the 9.7 inch, which is the smaller iPad Pro. But it's it's super super nice, and it she has been nice. using it like crazy. I use it all the time. Um, I number okay. I love the pencil. Mm-hmm. It is so much better. Okay, I have an addiction to notebooks. Yep, and notepads and pens that I can make you know my to do list or or my Christmas list or you name the list. I make lists all the time. In all of these notepads that I have floating around all over my house. And um, now with my pencil, I have, what, what's the app called? I, I gave you the app called Good Notes 4. Good it, Notes 4. Yep. I already have like six notebooks in my Good Notes app. It's, <laughs> it's incredibly awesome. awesome. And they have the, they have the, the blank cover that looks like a composition notebook and so I can write what it is. I can go to I can go to my menu and and see what oh I'm it's fantastic. And then and here's the other thing. I never leave this house without my iPad. Ever. Ever. But I have on occasion left the house and forgotten whatever notepad I needed for wherever I was going. Yep. And I'll get wherever I'm going. I'm like, I don't, I'm now I'm at Kroger and I don't have my grocery list. And so I'm texting somebody at home. Can you snap a picture of my grocery list and send it to me? I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. And Stephanie is getting ready to to fire up Evernote. She's actually got an Evernote with some recipes. Yeah, if I it. ever remember the password to let me back into my Evernote. But uh, anyway, we're uh, she's going to be putting all of her cookbooks and stuff into Evernote. I, I'm excited for you. I, I'm. It's exciting to me because I'm, I'm a notebook person myself, and yep. I have been benefiting from this ever since we got back from uh, the Tony Robbins event. I've yes. been using my iPad Pro, and it is a game changer. It is. I've written so many things in here, and and it's uh, it's a huge blessing to have that. Yep, I'm 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 in love. Oh, pl- I love when I had it for like I don't know two days. And you come up and you're like, so do you like, you know, do you like your, your, your iPad? I'm like, I love it. And so far I'd had it two days. I was on Christmas break, so I wasn't doing it. He's like, well, what do you like the best about it? And I turn it over and I'm like, it's pink (laughs) because I got the, I got the rose one. And I'm out. So at that point I was reading, I was reading a book and he asked me what my favorite part was. And I said, it's pink. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Awesome. Uh, hey, real quick, I have an email that came in before Christmas. And it made more sense to talk about this, you know, during Christmas break. But um, this is the first episode since the last one, and I wanted to read this email. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered when we recorded this. It still would have been the first episode since the last one. But you'll understand why I just I, said all of that when no, you hear the I already, email. I, I already assume why you're saying that, but it was just funny. All right. Can I read you Valerie's email now? Sure. Go ahead. Valerie said, hi, Cliff and Stephanie. I've heard Stephanie say on the show a few times, I only lie to my kids at Christmas. <laughs> I wonder if you'd explore that a little on the show this week. Also, so first of all, you want to explore that real quick? And, and then, Do you want me to explore it right now? Yeah, just right now. Okay. I don't lie to my children. If my kids ask me, fill in the blank because I will keep this a family-friendly show, I give them a straight-up, straightforward, honest answer. I don't sugarcoat. I don't, um, I don't wiggle around the truth. I don't... I straight-up... Tell my kids the honest to God truth, whether it hurts or not. Yep. And I don't and want them to have too. a disillusioned idea of what the world is. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. It, it's dirty, dirty and ugly and gritty. And sometimes they need to know that. Right. Um, but if it's. November but it's also 15th. wonderful and beautiful and yeah no, no and full of hope. I and understand, promise but too. that's I I'm understand and but but we to don't make my only, point. We don't I'm, only share. I that. don't only share that. That's gotcha. Which is the point I'm trying to make. Yes, I understand. Um, but if it's November fifteenth and you know they ask me what you get for Christmas, I will you know M- Megan had McKenna convinced she was getting a four wheeler for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Did we buy the child a four wheeler? No, but was it fun to watch her try to figure out where we were keeping it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will make up stories when asked specifically about Christmas, about gifts. Christmas gifts. That's the one area or, or um, Megan and I were at Kroger like 10 days before Christmas and she saw something that she wanted and I told her, no, she couldn't have it because I don't remember what, I think I told her it cost too much. I think I told her it cost too much, but the reason she couldn't have it was because it was at home wrapped underneath the tree. Right. <laughs> like, so. So it's really the the only thing that you will lie to our kids about is yeah. Christmas gifts. I don't specifically lie. Specifically just what yeah. they're getting for Christmas. Yeah. I don't lie to my kids about. Now, and that's not to say that there aren't things about myself that I withhold. My kids don't well, need to know. withholding information isn't my, the same as right. lying. No, my kids don't need to know when you're making me angry. My kids don't, or when I'm choosing to be angry at something you did. There you go. Um, my kids don't need to know those things. Um, chances are they're going to figure it out by my body language and my facial expression. I'm not very good at hiding it. (laughs) Or maybe you're biting my head off occasionally. I do snap. Um, but when asked specifically about life or finances or, relationships or hurt or work or you know life i don't lie to my kids right all right so valerie continues after exploring that she says also how did you handle santa in your house as your kids were growing up i've heard you say that you don't like the santa's watching you so you better be good message so i wonder what you did tell your kids about santa 
And before we go into that, she says, I have a 14-month-old who I know is still too young to understand Christmas or Santa, but I'd like to start laying down some traditions and the language we use. We are planning on having Santa bring a toy so we can still have a bit of Santa magic, but not the focus of Christmas morning. Uh, thought on this topic, thought this topic might be interested fodder for your conversation, especially this week. Merry Christmas to all the Ravenscrafts, Valerie. Well, Valerie, thank you, Valerie, thank you so much and, and belated Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. So um, please understand, we, by the way, we've covered this many times on this show because we've now done this show for 10 years more than 10 years now. Can you did you know that? No, I didn't. We've done yeah, we started in January 2008. And actually, so wait. It's 9 years. Oh, you know what? It was 2 years. Okay. So it's been more than 9 years now that we've done this. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, but we've covered this topic several times, but it's been a couple of years since we talked about it cuz why is there I mean, our kids are teenagers now, right? Yeah, right. So We'll gladly share with you our thoughts and feelings about Santa and how we treated that throughout our kids' uh, youth, but we want you to understand that we're not prescribing this for you. We're not suggesting that if you teach your kids that there is a Santa and you have quote-unquote Santa magic, we're not, we're not saying that you're doing anything wrong. No. But we will share with you what we did and why we did about Santa. All right? So what would you like to start it off? Or do you want me to say? Um, well, I don't know that our answer would be exactly the same. Well, say yours um, and I'll tell you. But for me, in the beginning, I was just I was just tired of Santa. <laughs> um, when when okay, so um, I have my youngest sibling is seventeen years younger than I am. So by the time Cliff and I were married and started having kids, I'd been pretending that Santa was real for a good long time (laughs) and was just, I just never really understood the whole pretending that some jolly man snuck into the house and brought all these presents. Like, couldn't it just, why, why didn't my parents just, you know accept responsibility for the gifts that they were giving us. And um, and so I just didn't see the whole, the whole need to lie to my kids. <laughs> and for, and that, and see, for me, it wasn't anything about being sick about Santa or anything like that. Um, there, there were, I, I would say two different reasons why why that were equally important to me as to why I did not want to pretend that there is a Santa. Uh the first one is that Christmas isn't about Santa. No. In my mind. It's not about the gifts either. And it's not about the gifts. Christmas is a time to celebrate our our Savior, Jesus. And I didn't want to confuse the messaging there with let's make it all about Santa. You better be. and and not to mention the fact that there is this, you know, there's some similarities, you know, if you think about the way that some kids are taught and the way that I was taught about God is that God has a naughty and nice list. Right. And he's always watching and you. And he's always and watching. You better watch out. You better, you know, it. it he's going to find out if you have been naughty and nice and there's going to be a judgment day. I'm sorry. The way that gonna... you said that just sounded exactly like your mother. 
Well, well, the thing is, is that there are it's the the exact inflection in your voice, and it's almost as if I can see you as a little boy, yeah. and her saying that to you. But the thing is, is uh, but the, a lot of people, and I don't believe, mean that in a bad way. I'm a lot of people you. believe this about God, not I about understand. Santa, and so. It, it, and by the way, just if you think about this, it's like, yes, Santa is real, but you can't see him, you know, and, and it's like, and, and so won't come until you're asleep. And it, exactly. And you, if you got to do this or else got, you know, Santa's not going to do this. And it's like, you could replace Santa with God. And so much of that messaging is the same. And the thing is, is that, and then you grow you, up and find out it's all fake. Yeah. You grow up and find it's all fake. It's like, well, if they lied to me about Santa, how can I trust them about this God? You know, and, and so there was that kind of message. And and so there so it's about, you know, first of all, Christmas is about Jesus and celebrating his birth. It's not about Santa, it's not about the gifts, it's about Christmas time, it's about Christ. And then there's the lying. You know, it's like this this is an inaccuracy. This is not true. The, there is no fat guy that's gonna come down the chimney that you don't even have in your house. True. Uh, you know, it it and what I basically what I we did with our kids is we always talked about Santa Claus. We always talked about Saint yeah. Nicholas, and we and told them where that story came from. That if they chose to believe, that was that was okay. Yeah, they could believe in Santa if they wanted. Um, they couldn't go to school and you know shout out the their truth to to someone else and ruin someone else's. Yeah, we Belief. we, we um, warned them to, you know, it's like, listen. It's the let, same thing when I talk to my kids about sex. It was like, this is information from me to you. This is not for you to share with other people. Right. That well, just Every not, parent has their the right to let their kids know what they want them to know. Exactly. Be, be respectful of what you know and what you've been shared. But what we're telling you is the what we will tell you is truth. We are not going to lie to you about this. So and I did a lot of research. So basically, we set the whole foundation for not lying to our kids from the beginning. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, it really was. I, I, yeah. Okay. So, and for me, what I did is I personally did a lot of research into who is Santa Claus? Where did this come from? And I, I learned about since the Claus, or I, 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 I can't remember now, but it's been a long time since I've we've recovered the uh, uh, re- reviewed the story over yeah. and over again but anyway it's it was a, a a guy who is in the catholic faith faith who is named um i gosh no it's too old for me but anyway there was about gold bars and and dowries and all this other stuff and we told them the actual story and then we told him about how that you know he became a saint and saint you know in the catholic church recognized as a saint for his the way he lived his life and then they began to have a feast or celebration for saint saint nicholas and how that's they you know sometimes they he dressed up and in the netherlands they still have saint nicholas they still celebrate the exact same thing in the netherlands because i hear father roderick talk about it every year and then there was it, it. I even went in and found the time when Saint Nicholas came over to America, and I talked about the advertising where one of the big—I don't know if it was Macy's or it was one of these Wordle—I don't know—one of these big, huge shopping uh, empires uh, created an advertisement, and they actually created what we modern day today know as Santa Claus, and. Yes. And then, of course, there was a poem, The Night Before Christmas, which added even more to the mythology of Santa Claus and 
and the reindeer and all this other stuff. And and we just basically we told the whole story. And and so if somebody and I the kids would say if somebody tells you is Santa Claus real, I would say yes, there was a real Santa Claus originally known as Saint Nicholas, and here's his story. Yep. Although I don't know that they ever were posed with that because they just they just respected other people's belief right and um and even their i mean their cousins you know santa claus would come to you know our siblings houses and and leave presents for for their cousins and it just i think that it i i I'm just thinking about how this one thing kind of laid the whole foundation for it's kind of funny that I don't know that I've ever sat down and connected all of the dots before but how th- this one this one part of parenting connected everything from not lying to to them respecting other people's beliefs and and respecting other people and like huh Anyway, I'm just having a moment. <laughs> I'm just, I'll be back on track in a minute. I'm just having a moment. Yeah. 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 There, and, and so, Valerie, I, I, that's how we handled it. That's how we handled it for all three of our children. Um, that we, That's how I know that at least one of our children will handle it for their children. Yeah. Because and, they've already said so. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and if, they, if, if one of our kids or, or two of our kids come to us and say, listen, you know, grandpa, grandma, mama, and pop, mom, and pop, pop. <laughs> That's what Which we want to be We've actually called. been told no. They can, we're not allowed to do that. Yeah. But we'll if, see. if they say that they're going to tell their kid, you know, their kids that Santa, um, Cla- yeah. that Santa Claus is real, uh, we will not, we will not break that, um, you know, that illusion no. for them. No. Uh, I, we're we're not so much saying that you know th- this is going to destroy kids and it's going to help it's going to cause them to question God and and all that stuff. It's just that those are the reasons why we chose to do it the way that we did and and I I'm very happy with the decision that we made. I uh, am too. I, I think all of our kids' Christmases were wonderful mm-hmm. as a, as kids and they're wonderful today and and so. Yeah, I, I don't think that they were negatively negatively impacted at all by the fact that they never once believed in Santa Claus as a guy who delivers presents. Right. But they do, however, understand that every gift that we have has come from Jesus. Yes. Yep. So. And and also hard work. Yes. Exactly. All right. So there you go. That's our answer. Valerie, thank you so much for submitting your question. And I apologize that it's taken so long to get you the hey, answer. But she said that she said that her child's a baby, right? 14 months old. Is that yeah, what she said? So, so plenty she of time. gives her plenty of time. She's got all year to think about what she wants to do. Yeah, exactly. And and whatever you decide. What a sweet time. It what is. What a sweet time. My, um, my sister... Well, several of my siblings have small kids, but you know, Christmas was we just had Christmas, and so family was over, and and um, one of my sister's sons is he'll be two in February, and I'm just watching him thinking, what a sweet time! Like, here's the deal. I love teenagers. Uh-huh. I'm like digging this stage of life. I was told that this would be the most horrible time of parenting ever. 
y'all are crazy. Yeah, our kids are awesome. Our kids are cool. I want to hang out with my kids. Um, lucky for me, my kids still want to hang out with me. Um, our our kids are so much better than I was as a teenager. Uh, <laughs> my kids are pretty dang cool. Uh, um, but so I I love I love this stage that I'm in. Okay, and um. But I'm watching. I'm watching my nephew. Well, my nieces and nephews. There were multiple here, and I'm just thinking, what a fun time! Like that was a fun time watching them. I'm still watching my kids learn things and explore things. And, you know, we have one who literally in a year and a half will be ready to kick us to the curb and, and run for the hills. But um, but what a fun time that was. So in, enjoy that time, Valerie. It, oh my gosh, it goes so fast. It does. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. We expect to be back next week. And uh, until then, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Podcast. It's a man.